Hey y'all and welcome to Hot and Heavy. Our hosts are Donovan and myself, Tiffany Reese, where we're going to be covering a wide range of topics. Some of them hot, some can get a little heavy. All of them we have opinions on. So go ahead and sit back, grab a bevy, and let's get into today's topic. How does it feel that you're now the intro, like, voice? Like, do you feel a little bit like when we were on the radio? Um, you know what? It feels good. Um, There's a little bit of power in it, isn't there? You, well, you set the stage. I do. You do. But also, um, I guess, well, hi. <laughs> Welcome. Hello to the first episode of the Hot and Heavy podcast. Um, Welcome, lovelies. We are your hosts. Um, my name is Tiffany Reese. That's right. I have two first names, so please remember both of them. <laughs> um, she and... will come after you. Actually, I won't. I really won't. I'll just do like I did with my partner, which is I introduce myself as Tiffany Reese, and then... If you don't get it the first time, I get too um, nervous that I'm going to come across as, like, bitchy or rude. I've gotten better at it. I really have. Um, but I didn't correct him for the first two years that we were together. I I was like, Tiffany is my name. So, like, what? I guess that's fine. Two years? I was actually going to ask how long. Two years? Yeah. I mean, he mostly called me, like, you know, like, pet Babe names. or... Yeah, yeah. anyways. Um, but, Yeah yeah wow he does not let me forget it but i mean i must not have pissed him off that much because we're celebrating six years next week so congratulations thank you so okay we'll get into the intro in a second here i quick question though yeah uh so you know over the time of i've at least i've known you Mm -hmm. you know you you have gotten very you know comfortable you know sharing like no this is my name this is my identity and you are going to accept and be proud you know how long did it take you, like, let me give you a little context of where the question's coming from. Sure. So, like, when I was a kid, you know, I had two middle names. Right. Uh, and I didn't learn, like, fully until, like, the sixth grade how to spell the second one. Um, like, because I just never used it, and it's a little bit obscure. Like, when did you get to a point where, like, oh, my name is Tiffany Reese, like, in elementary school or middle school, and be like, no, that that's my name. Like, did you all, were you always, like. College. College is when you would you like on elementary school, high school, whatever you just write Tiffany. Yeah, because the thing is, um, like at home and stuff, like family and everybody would just call me like Tiff or like my nana, rest her soul, used to call me uh little Tiffy, mm-hmm. like little Tiffy or like you know, um, little Tiffy, little Tiffy. My Irish Catholic grandma used to rap whenever she me. That's exactly correct. Um, Metro Boomin, watch out. Um, but I was just always Tiffany. I mean, my parents named both my sister and I with double names, um, cause they wanted us to like be unique. Um, but I mean, if I was in trouble, Tiffany Reese, you know, um, but like my mom used to call me like Miss Reese and stuff like that. Like as like cute pet names. Um, did you ever get Reese's pieces? I did. Okay. I sure did. Wow. I'm not original then. Dang it. Um, but also that was like more like bullying though. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to bring up a traumatic. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. Um, but yeah, it was more college when I was like, I've, I've always loved my name and I've always found it unique and, and beautiful, but it was just always too complicated, quote unquote, too complicated. Um, and so that's why when I got to college, I was like, I love my name. This is like a chance where like nobody knows me other than what I want them to know me as. Cause it's kind of hard when you've been with people for so long to be like, actually now I want you to call me this. Mm-hmm. Um, I have done that with some of my friends and like they are 
getting better at it. Like, they'll still have those moments where they'll be like, hey, Tiffany, Tiffany Reese. Um, I appreciate that they're trying. That's all that I ask. Um, but yeah, college, I was like, this is a fresh start. None of these people know me other than how I want them to know me. My name is Tiffany Reese. Wow. In, in that 30 seconds, you have just exemplified using, you know, white woman nomenclature to exper- to articulate uh, an issue that is very prominent in the ethnic, culturally minority community when it comes to the pronunciation of their names and then also pronouns. You did it. You really pissed off the right literally very, very quickly there. Try my I'm best. proud of you. Thank that you. is how we fucking start a podcast. <laughs> yes, which actually, I have a far better way for us to start a podcast. Uh, what you got? So we are your hosts. Yes. Tiffany Reese and Donovan. Um, a little background on us is we met in college, mm-hmm. um, became fast friends. Yes. And started a radio show. Mm-hmm. Um, and we decided, you know what? We started the radio show on our college's radio um, station, and we decided, you know what, when we graduate, let's keep it going. Yeah. And so finally, hot and heavy. It, it took about a you know year and a half to yeah to to get where we are now, but lots lots of things need to happen behind the scenes. Yeah, you know, graduating, housing, you know, that kind of stuff. Exactly, exactly. Um, but now we have you know started we hot got and mics, heavy we got... the podcast. Yeah. And something else that was like new and fun that happened in our lives recently was we have both turned 24 24 how do you feel we can't we can't rent cars yet that's how i feel (laughs) (laughs) um that's honestly what i'm excited for ready for you 25 rent a car oh yeah that's the real big thing to look forward to isn't it sad how like sweet 16 18, I'm an adult. 21 can drink liquor. What's next? Rent a car. 25 is uh, mid-20s. Or as my partner very lovingly tells me, every single year, as he had since I've turned 20, you are blank years closer to 30. Wow. Thank you for that existential dread. Yeah, right? Um, And thank you for now sharing that with me. (laughs) Hey, if I have to deal with it, so the fuck do you too? Dang, okay. <laughs> but I think the only appropriate way to start this, since we are both of legal drinking age yes. and have been for a hot minute. A hot minute. We're about to down something a little heavy here. Yeah. <laughs> I think that the best thing we can do is pour one out, do yep. a shot for our beautiful love child that is Hot and Heavy the Podcast. Mm-hmm. So if, if anybody at home is also of legal drinking age... Go ahead, grab. We are doing vodka with Cherry a little. Vodka. It's just straight vodka with a little bit of grenadine to make it, um, you know, semi-tolerable. Um, but you know, if anybody else is of legal drinking age and wants to join us in, you know, salute. Salute. Uh, we're gonna go ahead and pour one out. And uh, I think. Muchos, uh, muchos oh, our bien. editor is prepping us with a little bit of water. We appreciate that. Uh, muchas gracias. Hydrate with your your booze. Yeah. And here we go. Cheers, buddy. The grenadine was a nice touch. It was a good touch. Definitely went down a lot smoother. I hope you enjoyed all of the mouth sounds that we just did. Yeah, we can. If you like ASMR. (laughs) (laughs) But anyways. Yes. So, let's get into this first episode. Let's get into our first topic. I'm so excited. I can't introduce myself. Oh yeah, please. 
Well, hold on. I want to keep asking you a couple questions here because you are just a fascinating person um, that I'm Boy. so happy to have in my, my little umbrella of friends. Mm-hmm. Um, All right. Hit me. What you got? What you want to ask me? What you want to know? You know what? Just to have the audience resonate a little bit more with me. Favorite holiday? Halloween. Halloween? Halloween. Not Spooks. even a question. Spooky, scary skeletons? Yes. Yes. If I were a season, I would be fall. You'd be fall. I would be. I feel like you would be spring. Honestly, spring is probably my least favorite season. Really? Yeah. Which is hard because it's not like I hate a season. It's not like I have a vendetta against. Right. No, I know what you mean. <laughs> a season, but uh, winter is definitely my favorite. I love love the cold. Love, love you know the winter time activities. Love snow. Um, love that feeling of like you are cold and then warming up by like a fire or something. I just love that. Those like the coziness. The cozy. Yes, I love the coziness. Um, spring is just like a reminder of like ugh, bugs are back. It's becoming humid. It's raining a lot. Like, it, it doesn't have the commitment to be the cold winter. It doesn't have the commitment to be the hot summer. See, and it doesn't have any fun holidays in it to really warrant it. See, the thing is that, like, I, I say you remind me of spring because, to me, spring is just, like, it's, like, new beginnings. It's, it's warm and we're warming up. It's exciting because, it's you know, wet. like... It's just... No, Rainy, it's wet. not. It is not. I would say that you are one of the warmer months, I think. Maybe spring, maybe the end of spring, beginning of summer, because it's warmer, you know, think, I'll, things I'll take are a starting. May. I'll take, I'll take. Yeah. It's gonna be May. You can be May. <laughs> as long as I get to be October. That's all that matters to I, me. I'm okay with that. Um, You know, because you are just a very, you live your life in color, even if you can't see all of them. You live your life in color. Shut <laughs> up. <laughs> I can um, see colors. They're just hard sometimes. <laughs> it's funny. My partner mentioned uh, to me and then sent me a uh, one of those Instagram uh, uh, posts. And it was uh, a colorblind circle. Uh, it had a message in it. And like, Could here's the thing. I'm it? not colorblind. Like, I can see. You're just color deficient. Y- yes. I have a hard time di- making a differentiation between some of the uh, shades. Uh, and so... In this particular one, like, I could definitely tell there was a message there. And I could tell that there were words. I just couldn't decipher the message. I made out, like, one word. Uh, And I think my partner mentioned to me, like, oh, yeah, it's like, fuck the colorblind or something like that. (laughs) (laughs) It was like, that is evil. That was beautiful. Well done. She did a good job with that one. (laughs) It was evil. Um, And if if it felt awful, because, like, I'm not colorblind. I just have... It takes me a little longer, okay? It's hard. Um, what a hard life you live. I know. Uh, call me Annie. That's the name of the musical, right? Like, I didn't it just is. butcher. It's not, no, it's it not like Anna or Annabelle or something, right? No, it's Annie. Okay, okay. Yeah. Um, But okay, so you're definitely going to get to know us more and better um, the more you listen to us or, like, if you follow us on our Instagram. <clears throat> um, you good there? Yeah, I was just, you know, hint, hint. <laughs> um, you know, just subtle, subtle little hints. Very subtle. Um, but as we mentioned. Yes. We are 24 years old. Yeah. Which that would then place us in the category of being young adults. Mm-hmm. We are the grandparents of Gen Z. That is a very interesting way to put that. 
but I'm not mad at it. I feel like a grandma sometimes. <laughs> um, fun fact, growing up, my parents used to call me Nana Tith um, because I was like 16, 17, and by like 7 o'clock at night, I would be wearing my little robe. I'd have my tea and my cat's following me, and I'd be like, all right, I'm going up to bed. And they'd be like, uh, ma'am? I'm like, my homework's done. I'm tired. I have my tea and my cats. Good night. Wow, we really were different in our younger years. I mean, don't get me wrong. In high school, very much like, you know, homework done, you know, go to bed, you know, play some video games. Like, what else is there to do? Right. But as soon as I got to college. Life was different when I was in college. Not, not necessarily, like, I can honestly say. Like, this isn't even, like, oh, I'm, I don't want any, like, my family members to, like, I'm trying to keep an image for family. I did not go to a single party when I was in college. Um, I think it's just I got most of my partying out when I was in high school, and I didn't have good experiences. So, by the time I got to college, I was, like, mm, I'm okay. Um, but anyways. Yes. So, we are in the young adult category what are we doing that's a really good question yeah it's such an awkward place to be as a young adult because at least for me which please tell me if you resonate with this or if you're like girl you're crazy i don't know what you're talking about i feel like sometimes well yeah but i mean what i'm saying is gonna make (laughs) me sound crazy not just me as a person um I feel like, like when I worked at Starbucks, mm-hmm. I worked with 16, 17 year olds and they looked at me like I was so much, like so old compared to them. Like they were like, oh my God, you, you have an apartment. And like, what, like I looked, I, in comparison to them, seemed like such an adult. Mm-hmm. But now at my new job at like, you know, in, um, as in, you know, a more quote unquote professional job mm-hmm. of like an office job yeah i am one of the younger individuals at that job and my co-workers look at me like i'm such a baby and like oh my gosh you're so young and you know you have so much of life ahead of you and you're such a baby and oh my goodness i forget how young you are and it's a very weird spot to put yourself in of like yeah i pay my own bills but also like I can't even rent a car. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, yeah. So please tell me if you feel the same way that I do of like, as a young adult, I feel like I'm still 16, but people look at you like you're 35. The 16 year olds look at you like you're 35 and like the 35 plus look at you like you're 16. Yes. Uh, I I, I do experience a little bit of that, uh, but my realization actually came a little bit weird. I had that realization with a conversation with my parents of like, oh, wow. Like, you know, both of my parents are in their early 50s. Um, and it was a moment of like, wow, y'all are, you know, again, in your early 50s. And y'all are also still figuring life out. Like, y'all are figuring life out just like I'm trying to figure out my 20s. Um, I was like, wait a second. I'm figuring out my 20s. My brothers who are, you know, in their teenage years are looking at me thinking that I got all my shit together. It's like, no, honestly, we are all just fumbling through life and doing a damn good job of hiding it. (laughs) I would even argue that I feel like your brothers who are like still in like 
they're in their teenage years yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah they probably have their lives more together than we do because they at least know I'm going to wake up and I'm going to go to school mm-hmm. and then I'm going to come home and I'm going to do my homework. And like the, you have a path set for you while you're in um, primary school, mm-hmm. you know, from even if you're like in pre-K or kindergarten, whatever, up until you graduate high school, if you graduate high school, there is a clear path in front of you of you're going to finish this school, like you're going to finish this grade and then you're going to go to the next one and then you're going to go to the next one. And once you hit that point of, like, being past high school age, yeah, that's when the waters get very muddy. Because then you're faced with, am I going into the workforce or am I going to school? If I'm going into the workforce, where am I going into the workforce? What am I going to be doing? Am I, you know, where am I going to be working? You know, this, that, the other thing. If you're going to school, what school am I going to? What am I studying? What do I want to do? Once you have that stuff situated, which I can only speak for, like, taking the higher education path of, like, going to college because that's what I did, um, it's, you know, okay, well, what am I studying? Once you, quote, unquote, figure that out, if you do, what am I doing after it? What do I want to do with this degree that I'm working towards? You know, it's a very scary and very unfamiliar territory that you really can only figure out for yourself yes i I, you know hopping off of that tangent a little bit piggybacking uh, if you will i will piggyback um is that i i first off i thoroughly agree with you know my brothers being in a much more stable and like understanding of where they are in their lives than we are right now because of that forced schedule lifestyle you know there really is no autonomy when it comes to your schedule when you're like 13 14 15 yeah yeah um because again those are the expectations you you go to school you have these obligations both to your family and the school and you know gotta make your way up to a certain point yada 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 um that you don't have to think about how you spend your time you know where your time needs to go your priority is optimizing it like doing your doing your best in school, like learning what you can, socializing, becoming like growing into a human. And then you get thrown into college, which is like this semi space where like, all right, there are some boundaries of how you choose to schedule your time. Um, but ultimately that falls a lot more on your lap. And then as soon as you're done that chapter of your life, well, here you go. Your free trial is now over. Good luck. Yeah. You don't get to decide whether or not you want to fully subscribe you are subscribed for life good luck um and yeah you're right because like i want a break from the ads (laughs) please i want more ads please (laughs) so i have more time to breathe um but yeah you make a very valid point of like when you're in like everything before college like you have everything planned out for you you have your school schedule set for you you have to go to school at this time you don't decide whether or not you want to you get off of school at this time you don't decide whether you want to get off earlier or later you know and then when you get home you have assuming if we're thinking of like the standard nuclear family setup you have parent or parents or like some form of you know uh parental guidance Mm -hmm. telling you do your homework, do these chores, do this, do that. 
And once you get to college, it's all on you. Mm -hmm. And even if you don't get to college, once you're living on your own in some capacity, it's all on you. Yeah. Nobody's there to go behind you and say, hey, did you do that reading for your professor? Hey, did you go to class today? Hey, did you do your dishes? Did you? It's all on you. Even if you didn't go to, you know, make the choice not to go to college um, or don't have the the fortune experience to attend college. Yeah, because it is, unfortunately, and at least in the U.S., it is a privilege to be able to attend higher education. Exactly. It's, it's, it sucks because it's a privilege yet and also an expectation. But that's a, that that's a be a whole different other thing we can open up on in another episode. Uh, but I have a couple of friends that, you know, they either made the choice or didn't have the, the fortunate pathway to college that... It wasn't an option. Yeah. Ima- imagine being, you know, like I said, college, at least for us, was that pseudo space of like, there's still a little bit of guidance to like ease your way into adulthood. Um, but, you know, you are still getting a much more taste of individualism and freedom. Especially Imagine if you being... live in a dorm. Like, if yes. you're living on campus, you have the comfort of having your own space without the, like, the fear of, I have to pay rent, I have to pay the electric bill, like, this, that, the other thing. Mm-hmm. Oh, trust me, because it's already paid for. <laughs> right up front. Yep. Um, uh, it's not free, but you don't have to worry <laughs> about paying it monthly. Yes. Um, but, no, imagine, you know, t- take your mind back down the down memory lane, 18-year-old Tiffany Reese. Imagine getting thrown into adulthood, like, as soon as you walk across the stage with your high school diploma. See, I had a very different um, upbringing. So I was kind of already in, like, an adult mindset from the age of, like, 16. Fair, fair, fair. Um, So, but, yeah, oh, yeah, wild, crazy. (laughs) Can't imagine. (laughs) Um, How about, let's throw it the other way. Uh, Imagine... You know, throw yourself back down memory lane, 18 year old Donovan. Imagine being thrown into adulthood the moment you get your diploma. Well, you know what's weird? So, like, I can speak similarly. Like, I did, you know, there were circumstances that forced me to quote unquote grow up a little bit sooner rather than later. But the difficult part to learn that came with adulthood was that, you know, social, um, Outbringing. Now, mind you, for a, a while, I at least have had some capacity of, you know, professional socialism. Um, but, you know, you know me in college, I was very much a, a socialite, social butterfly. Um, and I'm very much the opposite. <laughs> but, you know, if you were to throw me into adulthood, like right after I walked across the stage with my diploma, I don't, I think that that would have been the hardest thing for me to learn was... Oh my god, how do you make friends as an adult? I'm still <laughs> trying to figure that out. Yes. Oh my god, like, I'm so glad I moved back down here, because, like, I know I have a close friend that's literally, like, 20 minutes down the road from me. Uh-huh. Which, that's also why, like, when we were... So, as we had mentioned, Donovan mm-hmm. and I just turned 24. Yep. Um, Our birthdays are, like, not even a week apart. We're five days apart. And so, for the past couple years that we've been together for our birthdays, because, um, like, COVID and all that... We throw a little our, wrench in the plan there yeah yeah we spent our birthday separate but in college we we celebrated maybe two birthdays together I at least say. yeah um and planning that we had like i want to say like maybe like what like five to seven people mm-hmm. that we were gonna hang out with maybe even more yeah um because once like our friends started dating and you know that you invite the partners and whatever yes, yes, yes. This year, we were planning our birthday, mm-hmm. and we were like, so who do we want to invite? 
uh well i'll i'll bring my partner donovan you'll bring your partner uh i don't have any friends in the area besides you donovan um okay it's just the four of us then yeah (laughs) um see and that's a thing that i'm jealous of people who didn't move out of town no i was gonna say you know going back to that dichotomy of like oh we're adults but also kids at the same time Mm. like that's something i'm jealous of like the younger uh, age group yeah. is like i mean part of it's forced and into to some construct because uh, you know you're forced to be in this environment constantly with the same people eight hours a day five days a week usually yeah uh, but you develop friendships and you know just the rule of uh, i forget what the exact name of the theory is but just like if you're in close proximity to these people you're eventually going to uh, develop some type of formal attachments to them um and it's like wow that that's really nice like you know that's where these lifelong friends can begin to emerge is from these you know social interactions that you're forced to require but you know make do the best with your situation you don't have that guidance like in as soon as you leave college yeah <laughs> uh like uh I, I think i mentioned to you at one point that a lot of my social interactions come from work like yeah like cool i'm hanging out with my coworkers, but again there's that age gap with my coworkers, so it's like it's not like I'm going to ask my supervisor, like, hey, you want to go out to get a drink? Hey, you want to go out to the club? I'm like, no, they have kids to go to home and take care of. Um, and it's like, all right. Uh, hi, neighbor that I've never met before. Do you want to go clubbing? Get out of my face before I throw this, you know, my welcome mat at you. <laughs> yeah, it definitely is the Wild West. You know, when you're on when you're on a college campus, whether it be that you are a residential or commuter student, Mm -hmm. there is a lot of convenience of it just makes it so much easier to be social because, you know, even if you've only seen this person, you know, twice, that's still like you pass them in the hallway when you're going to and from classes, you see them in the dining hall, you see them, you know. Like, it's so much easier to make a connection there mm-hmm. than it is out in the quote-unquote real world. Um, especially because, you know, when you look around a classroom, you can pretty comfortably say, like, we're pretty much all relatively the same age. Yeah. Whereas when you go to, you know, when you go out into these other social settings, you know, semi-social settings, like a job or something, it's all over the place anybody could be you know your co-worker um i mean i have co-workers that are roughly my age to like three times my age um and it, it, it just makes it harder to make connections because again like we were talking about at the start of the episode i have the co-workers looking at me either like i'm so young i'm such a baby or prior to this job i had co-workers looking at me like you're so much older than me and it's it makes it so hard to make connections and it makes it feel so like i don't want to say i have regrets but it does make me kind of look back on my college experience and be like as social as i tried to be maybe i should have been more social you know because Mm -hmm. like i am so grateful for the friendship that we have and that we've developed fuck yeah and that i have like a very strong friendship with you But it does make me look back on being like, you know, maybe I could have had another strong friendship like that. Yeah. Um, I feel like being in your 20s 
is so weird. And I want to share something that uh, my old counselor um, or therapist, I don't forget the exact title, uh, shared with me. Because, you know, there was a a period in my time, like I said, I just recently moved back near you. Um, So when I was back uh, up in the Northeast, I would be working, working, working. I was like, you know, I need some type of like mental health outlet. I need to go back to counseling just to like, ah. Um, and something I would talk about is like, hey, like on my wellness wheel, I'm doing like the financial wheel is fine. Uh, like my physical health wheel is fine. Uh, but like my social wheel is draining. And like, you know me, like that, that took a hit. Because uh, like the only people I would see were my family and my coworkers seven days a week. Um, and so she would talk to me and be like, well, you know, what are some ways that we can work to, you know, revamp that spoke on your your wheel and she exposed me to like there's these like all these apps are just solely dedicated to like hey there's these fun things going around in town with like that these people might have a common interest in with you go to those and part of me had a stigma about it was like do i really need an app to go find friends like what kind of weirdo am i um and like there, there was a there was a stigma internally of just like that doesn't seem natural. Like that doesn't seem right. Uh, and it, it took a little while to like work through it. But I was like, you know what? That's more, more like, you know, I'm a fucking adult. Let me <laughs> go find some friends. And if this is the way to do it now, like, l- let me give it a try. Let me give it a whirl. Uh, and so got to go to, I only went to one just because my schedule was absolute hell at the time. Uh, but I got to do it at least once. And I was then comfortable to do it again. But there was just like this community game night that they did in the library. Uh, which is like all these people playing different types of board games or D&D campaigns or, you know, just this group of people that had this common interest getting together. And it was really cool. Um, so it's like, if you're 23, 24, 25, 26, trying to like find friends, download bu- download an app like Bumble or, because I think Bumble has like a friends. Yeah, there's like a, a, a Bumble BFF, I think it's yes. called. Not sponsored. Yet. <laughs> Bumble. Uh, or I think the one I used was an app called Meetup. Uh, I think that's how I found out about it. Uh, again, not sponsored. Yeah. Yet. <laughs> uh, so, like, again, you're an adult. You can set the terms of how you want to explore your life to your own. And that's, again, that dichotomy of, yeah, we're an adult. Yeah, we're a kid. We don't know what we're doing. But we also have the agency to, if we want to do it this way, hell, do it, you know? Yeah. And I mean, kind of going off of what you said, I have kind of started... Piggybacking, if you will. Going off of what you had said, piggybacking off of what you had said, um, of like kind of trying to find new avenues to like find friends and stuff. You know, something else with being a young adult is um, for the majority of the jobs or careers you're going to have, it's not like school. Like your workday ends when you clock out for the day. Which is very different from being a student of, you know, when you quote unquote clock out from the day or you leave school for the day, you still have some form of work left, you know, in the form of a project, a reading, an assignment, whatever it may be. Um, And I've found that, you know, that was something I had to kind of get used to of I have free time when I leave my work day. You know, my workday ends when I leave my office, which is very freeing and it's very nice. And it's given me a chance to 
rediscover hobbies that I had in like high school when we all have like, you know, the energy of like the Energizer Bunny and, you know, can do a million things in a day that I had to kind of put on hold because college is so different. Um, So like I've rediscovered painting and my, you know, my love of reading and things like that. But I've also rediscovered that I used to love being physical and working out when I was in high school. Yeah. And I just don't have the time or the energy to do it the way that I used to. Yeah. And so I discovered in my area, there was um, a pure bar location, which bar, B-A-R-R-E. Um, yeah, don't make the same mistake that I did when yeah, she Yeah, Donovan thought this. I was doing like mixology classes. And I got so excited, but also disappointed. Um, but it's like a, it's, it's a fitness class. Um, and it's kind of like, it's like stretching but it's also cardio and you know it's just it's something that i wanted to give a try and so my partner and i we went we did a first free class and i liked it but i was like "Eh." it was the intro class so like they're teaching you everything that you can learn so it's very high paced there's some stretching like whatever and so i liked it enough that i was like you know what i'll sign up for another class and so i signed up and i went and I had a fantastic time. Like, I went just by myself because he went the first time because, you know, a girl has anxiety and I was scared to go alone. But the second one, I was like, yeah, I'm going to go by myself. And it was awesome. I started chatting with another woman who, like, she's roughly my age. And she was telling me, like, yeah, I just moved to the area. So, like, you know, I'm, I was just trying to find something to do. You know, that's why I'm here. And like now I'm considering like signing up for like a membership and like going regularly because one it's a way for me to like have like a hobby of like doing something but it's another way to like you were saying of finding people that have similar interests and like meeting up with them and like you know I could totally see myself like having classes with this woman and you know like if I ever saw her again at at another class and then being like hey do you want to grab a coffee after this and just like you know, chit chat and like hang out. Um, so if you're in that awkward young adult phase of like, I don't know how to make friends, you know, like my coworkers are fine, but like I, you know, they're fine from my nine to five or, you know, all of my high school, college, whatever friends, they all moved away. Try signing up for like Donovan had said, the Bumblebee, the Bumblebee FF, the meet, meetup. Yeah, meet up. Meet up. Try finding, like, if you want, like, a fitness class in the area or, you know, like you even said, like, the game night. Mm -hmm. There's a board game store in the area and I think it's, like, every other weekend or something like that. They do game nights. Like, look for stuff like that and you don't know who you're going to meet. You don't know who you're going to, you know, connect with. There's 8 billion people out there. You're bound to click with one of them. Yeah. And, I mean, I think the thing to keep in mind is, is, like, if you're anxious like me, there's probably somebody who's just as anxious as you are there. Like, you are not in the minority. It's scary to try something new. It's scary to go someplace new by yourself, meet new people, you know, do these things alone. But you're all there for the same reason. Whether it be to make friends, make connections, try something different, or just do something that you find fun and interesting. Like, you're all there for the same reason at the end of the day. So, go for it. And if you hate it, you don't have to go again. That's one of the beauties of being an adult is... (laughs) If you try you have agency. Yeah, if you try something once and you're like, this is absolutely not for me. No, thank you. You don't have to go back. Mm-hmm. 
No one's making you. Nobody is making no you. No one's forcing you to eat the broccoli. But you should you should eat your veggies. I mean broccoli's really good. Brussels sprouts though. Disgusting. If you don't like if you don't like, you know, your your veggies and stuff, do what I do. Throw it all in a smoothie and then you don't even taste it. Okay, grandma. Uh, that is not a grandma <laughs> thing. That is a clever tricking the child in me to eat my fruits and veggies. <laughs> Okay, it is genius. Look, you're an adult. No, you don't need to get tricked into eating your fruits and veggies. I sure do. <laughs> I absolutely do. I don't know what you're talking about. I ain't eating no Brussels sprouts. You know, I actually kind of like Brussels sprouts. If you like, if you bake them with like a little cheese on them, then you, you can have mine. You can have Brussels sprouts. I don't want them. I'll eat my carrots and my apples. But anyways, I just feel like being a young adult is so scary. Yes. But it's also so amazing that I can decide at any point, I can get up at two o'clock in the morning and say, God damn it, I want cookout. <laughs> and I don't have to check in with anybody other than maybe my partner of what he wants <laughs> from cookout before I go. Yeah. You know, I don't have to, I can do what I want, when I want, with whoever I want, how I want. Mm -hmm. And I don't have to explain it to nobody but me. And I think that's a, a really beautiful way to put you know, as we talked about, like, there are so many four structures as you're growing up that help you interact with, you know, people become social, learn these skills. They don't go away just because the structure goes away. If you want to have an opportunity to go meet people, you can set that up and mm -hmm. you can explore the world the way that you want to explore the world. Um, whether that's sticking to something a little more comfortable or branching out and doing something brand new and exciting like it doesn't change solely because you are no longer in that forced social structure of oh i'm a kid i need to abide by these rules no you're an adult and you can still abide by whatever rules you want legally permitting <laughs> yeah and i think that's something that i kind of discovered and got to explore um i would say when i got my first apartment um because at that point that's when i became fully financially independent um you know and that was something where i realized like i can really fully do whatever i want and i don't have to answer to anybody but me because i know for a lot of people like if they do go straight from high school to the workforce at least in my town a lot of people still lived at home when they did that um and then on the opposite end, if you go to college, a lot of people, their parents are paying for their college or the loans are in their parents' name. Um, either way, you still kind of have to play by whoever your guardian is. You kind of have to play by their rules yeah. because, you know, either... My you, house, my rules. Yep. Yeah, either you live under their roof, so you're going to, you're gonna, you know, obey by my rules or... It's you're going to college on my dime. Mm -hmm. You're you're gonna do what I want you to do. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so once I had my own space where my name was on all the bills and all that, that's when I really was like, holy shit! Like I really can do whatever I want, and if you don't like it, you kind of have to work that out for yourself yeah. because you really don't. While still wanting to be respectful to the people who raised me, uh -huh. being able to finally say, I have the full autonomy to pierce whatever I want, tattoo whatever I want, see whoever I want, go wherever I want. And if you don't like it, 
I'm sorry you don't like it, but that's what I'm doing. I'm an adult now. Yeah. <laughs> um, which is a really, like, you kind of have, I kind of had to, like, sit with it for a minute to be like, is this real? Yeah. It takes a second to digest. Yeah, because there were still moments where I found myself being like, like, when my partner and I were planning our first, like, vacation together, like, just the two of us to go, like, out of town, mm-hmm. I was like, I remember saying to him, I was like, I feel like I, like, need to ask permission. Like, I feel like I need to, like call my parents and be like hey is it okay if i do this but it's like i don't have to do that because i'm it doesn't affect their schedule they're not paying for it like i'm an adult yeah they don't call me to ask if they can go on vacation so i mean i again i think weirdly that connected to something i mentioned earlier about you know learning that like oh my parents are this is the first time they're experiencing 55 this is the first time i'm experiencing my mid-20s this is my no people experiencing you know 12 13 14 for the first time you know you're all learning that age independently uh it's also like hmm i am figuring out 24 by myself so i'm going to figure this out uh thank you for the guidance you've given me up to this point and i'm sure i can come back to you for future guidance when i need to learn about how to handle my 30s or 40s or whatever uh but let, let me let me figure out my 20s thank you have a good one i'll come to you when i need some help we'll have christmas and thanksgiving and other maybe some holidays together but time to for me to adult yeah <laughs> actually take the well time to start adulting seriously you know absolutely and i think that something else that's really um we've been talking a lot about how like awkward and like you know whatever uh the young adulthood is but i think something else that's also really like beautiful and awesome about being a young adult is that the older generations you can kind of look to them and be like how the fuck did you do this you know what i mean like i have a um, a former boss of mine who she is like she's a very much like a mother figure in my life um and it's so awesome to be able to go to her and be like i don't know what the fuck i'm doing and her tell me baby girl i didn't know what i was doing either but it's okay because if i can make it through you'll be just fine you know you made it this far yeah (laughs) so i think that that's also something that like you know we've been kind of talking about the awkwardness and the growing pains of being in your your 20s and your young adulthood but that also means that you're on the younger end of adulthood which means everybody after you you can learn from their (laughs) fuck-ups and learn (laughs) Uh uh-huh absolutely but i think that's a a beautiful note to wrap up today's first episode crazy how you feeling i feel incredible it feels good to have a mic in my hand again <laughs> you know what you're you're one of the people that has a voice and opinion that needs a mic i agree you too oh i mean i knew but thank you for the validation i agree about <laughs> me but like i mean you know every superhero needs their sidekick i'm the sidekick <laughs> and we will talk about that in a future episode <laughs> but I mean, just thank you, everybody, for tuning in, even if it's just friends and family for right now. Yeah. Um, we hope that uh, we get more friends and family that start listening to this, you know, and, and join. Thank you, lovelies. And we'll catch you guys in the next episode. Yeah. I've been Donovan. I'm Tiffany Reese. And we'll catch you next time on Hot and Heavy. Bye. And now the credits. This episode's been brought to you by your hosts, Donovan and Tiffany Reese. We want to thank our editing team for putting this shit show together. We want to thank our cat executive officers that are somewhere around the room. I think they're being very quiet right now, so thank you. 
And we'd like to thank our uh, music staff for getting the audio together for this episode. We'll catch you next time. Bye-bye.